The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, this is one of the episodes that I pre-recorded for my maternity leave. So this was recorded around November end of 2023. Love you. Oh my God, can we start? <laughs> okay, I, I would have sat there for 15 minutes just sitting sitting in silence. Um, hey, it turns out when you start a podcast, you actually have to speak. So it's me. Welcome to Circle Time. How is everyone? I am great. I'm in the studio. We are currently doing a very fun story time episode for you guys. As you know, I'm on maternity leave right now and this is my favorite way to make sure I'm still connecting with my circlers while I'm away is by hearing your beautiful voices and hopefully giving you some sound advice. Although I will say, I think the baby has started taking nutrients from my brain and eating it because I don't have a single thought that makes sense anymore, but that's okay. We're gonna just, we're gonna just work with it. If you're watching this and you see that I have a stain on my shirt, I am well aware. I don't even know if you can see it. Apparently the microphone is blocking it, but if I feel like I need to be honest with you guys, my shirt is stained. I'm recording a bunch of episodes today, so I brought a bunch of different outfits and well, I bought a bunch of different shirts and one of them was stained, but that's okay because everybody makes mistakes. And so here we are and we're going to get into it. We're going to do a little story time. Marsh is here, obviously could never do an ep without Marsh. And we're going to hear from you guys and hear what situations you're in, what stories you have. When we do these, by the way, they could be silly. They could be serious. Whatever you guys want, don't hesitate to call in and leave a voicemail because I love these. And so the link is always in the description of the episode whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening, wherever you're listening. So click on and leave a voicemail and let's hear from you. And let's get started. Emmy. Emmy. Cute. Hi, Kelsey. My name is Emmy. I'm getting over a little cold. So if I sound a little weird, that's why. But I just want to say I love you so much. And I hate calling people. But once I realized that this was just like a voicemail that I didn't even have to call a number, I was like, okay, I'll finally send in a voicemail after I've been listening to Circle Time for the longest time since the beginning. <laughs> but basically, I just want to know, what is your advice on just like having fun and talking to boys, <laughs> men? I'm <laughs> going to turn 21 on the 25th and I'm so excited. 21, baby. Let's go. But in this new life, I want to, or this new year of my life, I want to just put the pressure off of dating. Like I always put so much pressure on wanting to find my husband or like someone that I can spend the rest of my life with. But I want to just like put the pressure off of it because that puts so much pressure on finding the perfect person and like looking at all the weird little things and just be like, oh, I don't like that. Like I couldn't do that. You know? Mm -hmm. Anyways, thank you so much. I love you. And just let me know how I can just have fun. <laughs> Bye. 
Oh my gosh, I love you, Emmy. You should call people more often. I don't know why you don't do it. You're a natural. That is like the sweetest voicemail ever. I absolutely love that. I am feeling, Emmy, like you are kind of in the right headspace already. Like to acknowledge the fact that like before you were maybe taking it a little bit too seriously and now you want to make a change. I feel like even noting that fact is like a step in the right direction. So I feel like you're like really off to a good start and feeling really good about your 21st year. Oh my God. So I just had lunch, you guys. So like this is going to be a bumpy ride burp wise this episode. But anyway, Emmy, you turning 21, you are about to experience a whole new like game of meeting people. You know, you your door is being opened to, I mean, I'm assuming you did have an American accent. So I'm assuming you live somewhere in the US where the drinking age is 21. So you haven't been going to bars and stuff. I don't know. That's just what, that's what I'm guessing. So like now you'll get to like experience the bar scene and just, I feel like the variety of things you can do, even if you don't want to go to a bar, like just like certain comedy clubs, even like are 21 up. Like there are just like so many different things you can like experience now that maybe you couldn't do before. And so you'll open up the door to meeting so many new people and with this mindset of just wanting to have fun, I feel like don't forget about that. Like, I want you to say yes to experiences, like say yes to going out, say yes to if a guy comes up to you and maybe like he doesn't he doesn't check one out of the five boxes or he doesn't check like say he like maybe you want someone who's a little bit taller, but this person's a little bit shorter. I need you to like look past that kind of stuff, look past those superficial things and get to know people even if you're like, I don't think they check every single box because you're young, you're having fun. And just to eliminate the pressure, you have to take away like all of the rules, like the rules that you've set, like they need to be this, 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 and this, and just get to know whoever's approaching you. Get If someone looks interesting, go over and say hi. You're a charming person, I can tell by this voicemail. And I know that you'll be fine going up and saying hi to someone and like, just go and do it because like, what do you have to lose? You know, just embrace the fun side of things. Say yes, live a little and have fun. You're going to be great. I like have a lot of faith in you just from what I heard from this voicemail. So I'm not concerned for you. And I can't like you got to call back in and let us know how it's been going because I, I want to hear from you again. So fun. Hi, Kelsey. My name is McKenna and I'm studying to be a special education teacher at my university currently. And I know that you studied education in college as well. So I was wondering if you would share some of your experiences while studying education in college. It's really awesome to have an influencer who's so passionate about education. And I really look up to you in that sense. So thank you for all that you do. And yeah, thanks for doing this podcast. It really gets me through my weeks and supporting you from afar with your pregnancy. Hope you're doing well. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thank you. That was such a kind voicemail. And I really, really appreciate it. I am so excited for you. Special education, that's amazing. And you're going to you're going to change so many lives and you're going to have so many wonderful experiences that are just so eye opening and life changing. And I'm very excited for you. So, I mean, my experience. So I did I technically majored in child development, child and adolescent development. 
So I didn't have to take all of the education classes that were required, but I did try to take as many as I can because I knew I wanted to teach eventually. I thought the education classes were so interesting. My experience was that like you will learn so much about being in a classroom. And one of the important things is to like take, remember everything you learn, know that not every situation is like universal and you could enter a classroom and you could think that you learned exactly how to handle a certain situation. Like you could think that, oh, well, I learned this in class. It should be fine. But you're not really going to know exactly what's coming for you until you meet the people that you're teaching because every student is completely different. And so make sure to keep an open mind and stay patient and to know that it might be a little tricky at first because you will come across students that like you with personalities and situations that you've never experienced before and that you didn't learn about in school And the only way you can learn how to deal with them is just by like immersing yourself in it. So like, don't let that intimidate you. You will get a hold of it. Like, I think at first, like I remember my first year teaching, I was like, I felt like, like it was like slime. Like I, everything was just slipping through my fingers. I couldn't like get a grip on anything. And like, I couldn't get the, like, I just was struggling. And then eventually they get to know you, you get to know them. And it's just the most amazing experience ever. So Take what you learned and apply it, but also know that like every child is different or every student is different and figure out what works for them personally instead of trying to take what you've learned and make them mold into that. Try and like take what you learned and mold it into how it could work for that student and like just get to know them as a human and then you'll be able to connect with them and teach them in ways that you didn't even know is possible. All right. I really do love the new year. I think it's so exciting. It's like a feeling of a fresh start and you're kind of able to like set some new goals and it just feels really good. I just really love the start of the new year. And this year, a goal of mine is to really prioritize my own mental health and make sure I am mentally strong and healthy because I am a mom now and I just feel like my mental health is going to reflect on everyone else, like my child. And I want to make sure it's strong and healthy and good. And I want to learn how to better cope with the stress and the chaos of life because there is a lot of that now. And I am just so lucky to have found Cerebral, the perfect place for me and anyone who has set a goal to focus on their mental health to start. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. You also get an expert clinician working alongside you to craft a treatment plan that is tailored to your individual goals. Whether you're looking for therapy, medication management, or both, Cerebral has you covered. They also take the worry away from finding the right provider and scheduling appointments. They just bring it all to you wherever you need it. Highly encourage everyone to start. I know it's important for me to start. And so we can be on this mental health journey together. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, medication, or both. Get started at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code CIRCLETIME. That's Cerebral, C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L.com slash podcast and use code CIRCLETIME to get 15% off your first month. 
Make 2024 your best year yet. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. All right. You all already know how much I truly love the next sponsor, which is HelloFresh. It's one of my favorites. And with our sweet baby boy, Otis, joining our family, uh, HelloFresh has truly been a lifeline for Cody and me. Instead of ordering in every meal or making the same simple dishes, we get to eat home-cooked meals with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes that are delivered straight to our door. So whether your New Year's resolution is to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three of those things. When life gets busy, I always resort to one of my five go-to recipes like that I don't even know if they're any good. I just, they're the only things I know how to make, but HelloFresh helps keep things interesting with their biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle. They also have a lineup of quick and easy meals, including their 15-minute recipes designed to minimize mealtime stress. So perfect options if you're setting a goal of actually sitting and eating around the dinner table, but you're limited on time. It's, they're delicious and they're quick. HelloFresh also has over 30 health forward options perfect for the new year, like Calorie Smart and Protein Smart. And also Green Chef and Every Plate are now owned by HelloFresh, so you can switch between the brands and enjoy an even wider array of meal plans to choose from with something for everyone. Both brands at a discount with use. HelloFresh has been my go-to for years. If you've been watching my videos, you know that. And 2024 will definitely be no different. The meals are absolutely amazing and they're just the best. So go to HelloFresh.com slash CircleTimeFree and use code CircleTimeFree for free breakfast for life. You heard that right. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life available for a limited time at HelloFresh.com slash CircleTimeFree with code CircleTimeFree. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from addiction almost nine years ago, I have been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life. And I'm sharing everything with you from how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures. I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with the industry's top experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Hi, Kelsey. I love the podcast. I've listened to it ever since you started it. Before that, I watched your videos for a couple of years. So I love that there's a podcast where I can kind of just feel like I'm sitting there having a conversation with you, which kind of brings me to my question. I recently started grad school and my cohort is really great, all women, and they're really talkative and just, you know, a really outgoing bunch of gals. I'm pretty quiet. I always have been. And while I have a lot of things in common with this group, I often find myself sitting in class between breaks, not being able to be included in conversation or find a way to enter a conversation. I usually just end up getting talked over. And it really sucks because I know that people probably aren't doing it intentionally, but I feel super excluded and I don't want this to be my experience with graduate school. So if you have any advice on how to initiate or force yourself into a conversation that's already going on when a bunch of people are talking, 
that would be great because I have been feeling pretty down about it this week. Thank you so much for sharing this question. I feel like this is something that so many people experience and it happens to a lot of people and like a lot of people wouldn't want to share that. And so I just want to say, first of all, thank you for sharing because I don't want you to feel like you're alone in this experience. This is an experience that happens a lot and it's happened to me before. I know like taking my career as it is now into consideration and whatnot, it might not seem like I would have this issue talking like in a group, but I in college specifically and in my classes was very shy and I've always been shy in certain situations and that kind of like cohort class group thing was always really tough for me and I was always very quiet until someone got to know me but like it was really hard for me to break through that wall so I completely understand how you're feeling and it was a struggle for me too something that I always tried to do was like I realized if I if there was someone within the group that like I felt a little bit more comfortable with, I would try to say like, oh, do you want to grab a coffee in between class? Or like, I would try to just talk to one person instead of tackle the whole group at a time, because then I would, I would start to feel more and more comfortable with that one person instead of like trying to talk to a million people at once. My relationship with that person was growing and they were getting to know me more. I was feeling more comfortable with them. And that helped lead me into like feeling more comfortable with the whole group So like maybe if there's one person that you feel more comfortable with, you can just focus on that. You don't have to tackle the whole thing at once and just see like see if they want to go grab a coffee. Try to get one on one with someone so that you're not feeling like you're being talked over. It's more of just a one on one conversation. I think that would really help. And also, I think that when you're in those group scenarios, the person that's being the loudest is not necessarily it can just be intimidating, but that doesn't mean that they're the smartest or they're the most popular or whatever it is. They're just, they just have a louder voice and don't let that tear you down. Like, don't let that make you feel like you're not doing something right. You just handle like a group situation differently. There's no wrong or right way to handle a situation like that. So don't be hard on yourself that you're not doing enough to connect with these people because even like just going and sitting in a group is an accomplishment. Like, it's hard for people to just even want to like approach the bench and sit there while everybody else is talking. So like, don't beat yourself up over this. I really, I, it's okay. Try to make those one-on-one connections with people that'll really help in the group. And also like, make sure that you're just immersing yourself. Like, even if you don't want to fully take over the conversation, like just sit and hang out with everyone and let them all talk eventually just start giving little tidbits but don't let the loud people intimidate you from being like still a part of it all because just because they're loud doesn't mean they're like correct and a lot of the times I think those two things get confused but yeah I would say what I always did was like try to have a side conversation with someone while in the group or like have like a one-on-one moment with someone else outside of the group that way when you're in the group you just feel more comfortable so I hope that was helpful. Hey, Kelsey, sorry to get so deep and serious and Uh-oh. emotional, but strap in. I'm scared. So I think the evening starts at 6 p.m. <laughs> My husband thinks the evening starts at 3 p.m., 3 in the afternoon. 
know who you marry before you marry them because someday they're just going to say some psychotic things like that and you just won't know what to do with yourself. So my question is, when does the evening start? Is tearing our marriage apart? Oh, oh my God. 3 p.m. is insane. I'm sorry. That's crazy. 3 p.m. is late afternoon. Evening starts at 5. That's, that's what I'm going with. I'm going 5, 5. Because, like, that's, like, when you start thinking about dinner, at least for me. Like, that's when I start thinking, like, what should we have tonight? You know? And, like, once it's, like, dinner time, dinner time is, like, pretty much night. Could be evening. So I'm going 5 p.m., just like when the sun goes down a little bit. 3 p.m. is late afternoon. 12 to 3 is afternoon. 3 p.m. is late afternoon. 5 is evening. 7 is night. And that's where I stand. So what do you think is evening, Marshall? 5 p.m. That was perfect. That's totally right. Okay, Marshall agrees. There's no other answer. Uh, six isn't bad. Your answer is not bad. Your husband's answer, I'm so sorry, is insane. 3 p.m. is like full on not like people are still working. I've woken up at 3 p.m. many times. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes 3 p.m. is morning time. So and I'm sorry. I'm going five. I'm going five. That's a good question. She scared us. She, yeah, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to cry. Like, I, I just I was like, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> but she made me laugh instead. Hi, Kelsey. My name is Ella and I am from Liverpool in the UK. And basically this summer I was a camp counsellor in California, which was amazing. Literally the best time ever. That's fun. Um, But anyway, as part of that, we used to play loads of icebreaker games with the kids. So I wanted to ask you a couple of my favourite questions and pose the questions maybe to self-time listeners as well. So first question is go to fast food order right now. By go to fast food order? Yeah. I paused it so we can do. I mean, it's like, it so depends on where I am. I can guarantee there's going to be fries involved and some sort of soda, probably a Dr. Pepper, maybe a cheeseburger, depending on where I am. Maybe if it's Taco Bell, I get a cheesy gordita crunch with beans instead of meat. Because it. I don't know if you know this, but if you go to Taco Bell, you can get any item there with meat not in it. You could sub beans. And I love that fact. So that's that. But the go-to fast food order for where? I don't know. And then some sort of like milkshake if they have it available. Milkshake or a Frosty or something like that. Okay, what's the next one? Kind of. Yeah. It can be whatever you want. You just got to go for it. Be as detailed as possible. Okay. And as weird as, as you want to be. And then my second one is if you could have one liquid shoot out your finger, what would it be and why? If I could have one liquid shoot out my finger, what would it be and why? (laughs) Someone tell me what my first thought was pee. Couldn't tell you. Maybe it's because I go pee so often now that like it would just be so much easier if I could just take a cup and just like sit here and pee instead of like having to go to the bathroom (laughs) and like take off my pants. You know, that's a hassle. So I'm kind of feeling pee, but honestly, also just like ice water. Because I really love ice water or maybe like root beer for when I'm sad. But I'm feeling like pee is my actual answer there. And so I'm going to just stick with pee. Then finally, if you were a mermaid, what would your tail look like and why? Ooh, that's a good question. If I was a mermaid, what would my tail look like and why? 
my tail would obviously be sparkly, but like kind of more like iridescent, I would say, with some like actual sparkles in there as well. And it would be blue, generally blue, probably like lighter blue with I think just like blue iridescent kind of sparkly would be the tail. I can't really I don't want too many colors. And that's like really what's speaking to me right now. So that's what I'm going for. So thank you for asking. More detail, the better. Go, go crazy. Go hard. I didn't go too crazy go or too however hard. however you would like. But yeah, anyway, loads of love. Your podcast is my favorite to listen to on my daily cyclist routes to university. Aww. So yeah, enjoy these questions. I have enjoyed asking them to literally every single person I've met at university this year. Lots of love. Bye. Those are great questions. I'm going to ask our next guests those questions. Anyway, those were wonderful questions. And it, Circlers, if you want to give your answers, make sure you write them in the Geneva in the recent episodes. Little chat, because I want to hear your answers to those as well. All right. It's time that we, you know, talk about something that not a lot of people talk about for some reason. And I'm not really sure why, because it's something a lot of us women go through. And I was shocked to find out that approximately one in two women will struggle with hair loss or thinning because I have definitely struggled with this before, but hair thinning is not really openly talked about. So going through struggles with your hair can feel lonely and frustrating, but I swear by Nutrafol and I am stocked up and ready to use it now to help with my postpartum hair loss because I know that that is coming. But Nutrafol knows a one size fits all approach to hair growth doesn't cut it. So they have multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow throughout different stages. So I will have a specific formula for postpartum hair loss, but there's ones for menopause as well as different lifestyles such as plant-based diets. You can just take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. The thing I love about Nutrafol is its whole body approach. It targets the underlying causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CIRCLETIME. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A. F-O-L.com, promo code circle time. That's neutral.com, promo code circle time. 2024 is here. All right. We're in February. So we're already in it. And I just know this is going to be a good year for us, all of us, my circlers. You're going to have a good year. And I can't wait to see all the things you accomplished this year. And I encourage any of you who just want to start doing something for yourself, start a brand, selling a product, posting content, whatever dream you have that you're holding on to, just go for it. Because my life completely changed for the better when I started putting myself out there online and doing the thing that scared me. And my life has turned up better than I could have ever imagined. So I need you all to put yourself out there. And I know the scariest part of that is starting. But the thing that helped me when I was starting that I know will help all of you is Squarespace. 
They are very beginner friendly and so easy to use. If I can do it, truly anyone can. Whether you are looking to sell a product, post content, grow a brand, Squarespace is the perfect place to do so. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. They make it easy for you if you're just starting out with features like the flexible website templates with designs for any category you can think of that you can just customize and update. Like I said, if I can figure it out, you can. I mean, the thought of like making a website always stressed me out. And then Squarespace just made it so easy. My personal few favorite features that I use are video collection, asset library, and custom merch. Video collection allows me to organize my video content easily. The asset library lets me upload, organize, and access all of my content in one place. So it just is like organized and all right there. And the custom merch allows me to easily sell my merch to my audience. Squarespace just makes it so easy to create a beautiful website for any endeavor you are starting. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash circle time to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, Kelsey. My name's Olivia. I'm from New Zealand. I was just wondering if you had advice on making healthy habits really stick. I have just finished my degree and I'm in this weird stage right now where I have nothing to do. So I've been really good with my habits, but I'm about to start a full-time internship and I haven't actually worked full-time yet because I went straight to university out of high school. And so I'm a little bit worried about burnout and actually being able to carry on my habits. And yeah, thank you. And I love your podcast. Bye. Thank you. That's a good question. I feel like I definitely have struggled with this, but I think the most important thing to do is like actually make time for them because in my mind, like the first thing to go is those things because I'm like, I am rushing, I'm getting ready. Like I don't have time to do that. But like, I think if you make time for them right off the bat and they are actually a part of your routine, you will stick to them. And also I think burnout happens so easily and it happens, it's very normal for it to happen. And, but I think a way to like combat it a little bit is to have things for yourself that you like because a lot of times when you're just going 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 you're just doing so much and you feel like you're putting everything all of your eggs into like your internship or your work or whatever it is then you just start to feel like you've completely depleted but if you're making time for those habits and you have those moments for yourself doing something that like you actually like and that brings you joy it will help combat that burnout a little bit. So just make the time for them. I know it's like easier said than done. And like the first couple of weeks, it might be hard because you'll be balancing, like making sure that you're getting there on time and all of those different things. But like try to honor those habits still and don't let that be the first thing you you let go. Just continue to do them and you'll be great. Habits stick when you don't stop doing them. You know what I mean? So... Just make the time and don't kick them to the curb right away. Hi, Kelsey. My name is Rachel and I'm a really big fan of Circle Time and I love hearing your advice and you're just so relaxing and enjoyable to listen to. I had a question for you. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost two years and I love him very much and he's really sweet, but he never gets me flowers. He's got me flowers two times but only because I really told him to and then he's really good with like Christmas gifts and birthday gifts but he just won't ever get me flowers and I don't know if that's a big deal breaker 
or even how to explain to him, like, you need to get me these flowers. That would be great if you could help me. Thank you. Okay. I think that, like, I don't think anything's like, if something is important to you, it is important to you. And that is totally fine. I never, I never want someone to think that, like, something that matters to them is not a big deal because it matters to you. And that's wonderful. And you should, it's okay that it matters to you. If you want your boyfriend to be giving you flowers, I just, I think there is really only one way to go about this and it's to just kind of like tell him. And you don't have to be like, what the hell? Give me flower. Like you don't have to be mean about it, but you could be like, you know, I love getting flowers so much and I would just really, it would just make me really happy if just every once in a while you gave me flowers. I know it might seem ridiculous, but it would really excite me. And he could be like, oh, it's that simple. You know, like I think like, those types of things in relationships, like if that's important to you in your relationship, you can voice it. It's okay. Like he, you guys have been in a relationship for a few years now. Like he seems great. You seem to be very happy. And so like, he should just, he's not going to be like, ew, what? Can't believe you want flowers. That's so stupid. Like he's not, it's okay. You have to be able to voice these things in a relationship because eventually then you're going to start just getting like you're just going to start getting like resentful towards him, you know, and he's not even going to know that it's just because you wanted flowers. So I would say just have like a casual conversation with him about how like just receiving flowers would be like the simplest way to make you so happy and you would love to get flowers and he'll be like, okay, easy peasy. Just voice it. It doesn't always have to be this like huge complicated thing. I think like your relationship is solid. Don't be scared to tell him what you expect out of your relationship, even if it's something as simple as flowers, because that's honestly like a relief when it's something as simple as flowers, because he can easily do that, you know? Hi, Kelsey. This is Kaylee, Stop. your editor. It's my editor. This doesn't really have anything to do with advice needed for maternity leave or anything, but... I just wanted to let you know that I am so proud of you. Kaylee. You've been on this journey together for a while now. Yes. And I've seen you through so many phases, I feel like, in the last, what, like four years. And now that you're entering Stop. another wonderful phase and chapter of your life, I just know you're going to be the best mom ever. Oh, my God. I'm and cry. I cannot wait to go on another journey together. All right. Love you. Bye. Kaylee, that is the sweetest thing. You are so sweet. What the hell? Kaylee, Kaylee has been my editor for a long time now, and she's really seen it all. She edits my raw vlog footage, and she knows a lot, <laughs> and she's the best. And that meant so much. So thanks, Kales. Love you. How nice was that? I had no idea that was her. I just clicked a random one. I could see when you said Kaylee, I thought of her, but I was like, it's probably not her. But yeah. she and she edits the circle time clips too. Thanks, Kaylee. Love it. I can't wait to go on this motherhood journey with you. You're gonna get to know me even better. <laughs> Hi, Kels. Love you to bits. Love chili, the oh food, God. and the dog. <laughs> Quick question here. I have crazy imposter syndrome when it comes to my job. I've worked as a freelance photographer for like eight years now, and I still sabotage myself by ignoring inquiries because I don't think I'm good enough. So 
I'd love advice on just doing the dang thing, you know, and making people happy with photos and not being so stuck in my own head about being not good enough when I am because people love my photos. Anyways, love ya. Thanks. Ugh, the tale as old as time, imposter syndrome. It's the worst. I feel it all the time. I totally understand where you're coming from. But the last thing you just said to me was that you know you're a good photographer. You know why people are wanting you to take their pictures. And so you cannot forget that. I think that there is a reason why you are doing what you're doing. You've been doing it for a long time. People are seeing your work and they're reaching out to you. They're not just picking your name out of a hat. They have seen what you're capable of, which is taking beautiful pictures. And they have said, that's exactly what I want. And that's why they're reaching out. They know your work. They know what you're capable of, which is amazing things. And there's a reason why you've been doing this for so long. There's a reason why you've been doing this for eight years. You're obviously amazing at it. And the only way that like you'll be able to continue to grow and continue to grow in your career is to like give yourself that same amount of like respect and excitement and attention that other people are giving you about your work because you're the one that's in control. And if you're putting those mental blocks up, there's always going to be a block in the road. So it's really important to remember that you're there for a reason. You are there because you deserve to be there. And people are reaching out to you because they've seen what you're capable of and they love your work. And I know you know you're good at what you do. That's why you're still doing it because you know you're good at it. So let those thoughts be the ones that like you see to fruition, not the ones that think that you don't deserve to be there because you clearly do. You're amazing. And I want to see your pictures because I bet they're wonderful. And maybe I want you to take pictures of me sitting here burping and eating and talking to you guys. I would love to commemorate this forever. Hi, Kelsey. My name's Olivia. I'm from the UK. I just wanted to say that I absolutely love your podcast. I listen to it every single week and it keeps me company whilst I drive into work. I know a lot of people call in and ask for your advice around uni or friendships, but I was wondering if you could go back to a younger Kelsey, what would you say to her? And what sort of advice would you give to yourself knowing where you've ended up today and what you have achieved? Thank you. Bye. That's a good question. I I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I would probably just tell myself that... I mean, it's just like I would literally just tell myself that like everything will be OK. Like it's it's not as deep as you think it is right now. And like this stuff that seems like the biggest deal in the world will solve itself and will be OK. Because a lot of times there's just been so many times where there's something I think is like the end of the world happens and then it turns out that everything's OK. And so I feel like I would just tell myself to breathe and relax and that everything will work out the way that it's supposed to. I would just make sure I listen to my gut in certain situations and like know that if I'm feeling like a situation isn't the right situation to be in, that it's probably not. And I would tell myself to just continue to be true to who I am and just like stay true to what I believe in and stay true to what I want to do and not what other people want me to do. 
And maybe it's even more that than like the listening to my gut is more just like, you know who you are. Don't let other people's voices take over. Keep listening to the voice that you know is yours and keep listening to the voice that like you trust and not letting other people's influences take over your brain because, you know, that's tough when you're younger. And obviously I have a better grip on that now, but I wouldn't have been in certain situations that I think I let myself get into if I like just listened to like the voice in my head that was like, come on, Kelsey, you know, you don't want to be doing this. You don't have to do this. So yeah, that's what I would tell myself. That's a good question. Okay. If you are anything like me and if anyone out there can relate, one of the hardest parts about becoming an adult was when I had to start booking my own doctor's appointments. And like when I moved out and had to find a doctor for myself and I didn't even know where to begin entering adulthood and realizing you can't count on your parents to just find your doctors for you and like make your appointments for you is rough and it's scary. And the fact that I'm now a parent and I have to make doctor's appointments for someone else is insane. But anyway, I would literally just ask everyone I know for recommendations. Then I'd finally like muster up the courage to call a doctor's office and they would have a huge long wait list or they wouldn't take my insurance. And it was just so stressful. So I just end up Googling my symptoms or finding something on TikTok that explains what I could possibly be going through with these quote unquote health experts. And it just wasn't good. It wasn't good. And then I got introduced to ZocDoc. And ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. So easy. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top rated patient reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, who are located near you and treat almost any condition you're searching for. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between 24 to 48 hours. And I've even gotten a same day appointment before. So now you don't have to anxiously call a bunch of doctor's office receptionists, which is like the worst part is making the call because you just book right there in the app with just a few taps. ZocDoc has saved me so much time and so much stress and anxiety. And I just know all my sweet circlers would absolutely love it. So go to ZocDoc.com slash circle time and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash circle time. ZocDoc.com slash circle time. Hi, Kelsey. How are you? I hope you and the baby and Cody are all good. Oh, thank you. I love, love, love your podcast. Thanks. It's the one thing that keeps me entertained every Friday. <laughs> but what's happening right now in my life is that... I am a freshman in college right now, and next year I am planning to move out of my house to go to another college. And I was wondering how you dealt with moving out of home and living alone for the first time ever in your life and how you accommodated. Because as much as I want to think that everything's going to be perfect, I know that there's going to be some things that are just not going to be. And I am really excited, but I'm really intimidated of living on my own. And having to start everything from scratch and meeting new people and, you know, just like living in a new in a new city. So, yeah, I was wondering what advice you have for me. And I love you guys and I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you. Love you. I'm very excited for you for your new chapter. I know it can definitely seem scary and you're nervous and there's a lot of unknown things happening, but 
I've said it before and I'll say it again, like putting yourself in these situations where there is like where you're scared and you are doing the scary thing. And I think you're going to grow so much. And so I'm very excited for you. I think something about living alone that you don't realize is just like how you're just like you have to grocery shop for yourself. And you like there's just like so many things that you don't even think about day to day that like then you start thinking about when you're living on your own. But the beauty of it all is that it can be however you want it to be, you know? So get the furniture that makes you happy and hang up the art that makes you happy. And like, just embrace the fact that like you get to make all of these decisions for yourself without anybody else's opinion. And like, you're not under anybody else's roof except yours. And so like embrace that time and go grocery shopping, make the stuff for dinner that sounds good to you, like learn new recipes, try new things. Like right now you get to do whatever you want and live however you want. And so why not learn about what you like and about what your strengths are and just grow and put yourself out there in situations when it comes to meeting people and go explore the city, go to workout classes, try different things and you'll meet people go to, I mean, if you don't want to work out, you know, I'm not saying like, that's how the only way to meet people. I'm just saying like, you can put yourself in situations and go to different events and different classes and stuff to help you meet people. And I'm excited for you. I think, I think it's going to be great and you should just embrace it and live the way that you've always dreamed about living because this is the chance when you can't. Hi, Kelsey. My name is Gabby. I'm a huge fan of the Circle Time pod. I love everything that you've been doing recently. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. So I am a recent collegiate athlete graduate. It's exciting. This past year has been a little bit weird for me since I've graduated, just because I don't know what to do with my time and energy now that I'm outside of school curriculum and structured athletics. And it's like, what do I do with endless opportunity, you know? And I wanted to ask about your experience trying to navigate life and find your passions and just any kinds of ups and downs that is associated with trying to decide what to devote a bunch of time and energy towards. But yeah, just any kind of advice or story or anything would be greatly appreciated because it is weird out here. But I hope you're doing well. Thanks again for the podcast. I love it so much. Bye. I'm excited for you. I feel like you, I feel like it's tough because you spend your whole life dedicated to something, you know what I mean? And now you have all of this free time. And so it could seem really scary, but it's also so exciting because I'm sure when you were playing your sport and you were in college and you were dedicating all your time to something else and to a team and to a schedule and whatnot, it seemed like you didn't have any time for yourself and now you have all the time in the world for yourself. And so my advice would just be to like, Anything that remotely interests you, like why not dig into it a little more and see what you can find, like learn about new things and learn about something that you've always thought could be fun and could be interesting, but you actually don't even know where to begin. Look into that. Look into classes near you. Look into just how to begin doing it. Watch videos about it. Like get into it. Like now's the time to embrace all of those things that you felt like you couldn't make a priority before, you have the chance to do that and you have the chance to 
every little inkling of curiosity, now you can like latch onto that and see how it can grow and see if it actually is something that interests you or if you learn more about it and you're not into it. Like nothing is off limits now. So I would just say like follow those different curiosities and see where your path takes you. Make it like if you, if something comes into your mind and you're like, or you see a video, say you're like scrolling on TikTok and you see someone doing something, you're like, wait, I want to try that. Make a list of things that you want to try and try to do like one new thing a week and see like where it can lead you. Or if you're like, I've always wanted to know more about whatever it is, write that down and then learn more about it and just like try something new once a week. Try, a, explore a different curiosity or try something that you've always wanted to try, but you've never had time to try. And you'll eventually find what actually excites you and what actually interests you or in what was just like, okay, you learned about it and now you're not into it anymore. But this is like the most exciting time in your life because there are so many like endless possibilities and don't rule something out. Just like, I think a lot of times people find their passion and something they're exciting about through something else. So if something seems like you could never get into it, it's quote unquote too late to get into it. Like just try like you could learn so much about something that you didn't even know you wanted to learn about so I just don't rule anything out keep an open mind and just kind of go for it that's my advice this is exciting okay so I'm a sophomore in college I go to school in the midwest I've been talking with this guy who I went to high school with I dated him freshman year high school I ended it um, in not the right way and then we were not friends for a few years. And then junior and senior year, we were friends again. And we're still friends. We're like super, super, super close right now. But literally since maybe senior year, so for like the past three years, there's been this like weird chemistry. We've both like texted it to each other, but we've never actually like acted on like whatever vibes that we're feeling. Mm-hmm. But like... I I sort of want to go for it, but he goes to school in California and I go to school in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not, we're not going to like visit each other that much. And I don't know how much long distance would work. Like I was, I have always been like long distance does not work. Okay. And especially when you're in college, like I feel like you should not close off yourself to like, like dating somebody long distance. So I would like your opinions on dating long distance and whether or not you think it actually works. I mean, every situation is different. I think you have a few years of college under your belt. You kind of understand what kind of situations you're getting yourself into. It's not like you're entering your freshman year. You don't know what to expect. Like you kind of know what to expect at your school and in your social life at your school. And so It might work better now that you have a better understanding of how your life works in the Midwest. If you've never experienced it, like you can't just like rule out the fact that it would never work. You can't really say that because every relationship is different and every situation is different. And I feel like sometimes long distance really doesn't work for one relationship, but that's just because it was the wrong relationship. And in another one, it could be fine. So I feel like it's tough because you don't really know But if you're not also not like completely sold on the idea of wanting to do that, I will say like what's meant to be will be. And like eventually you guys could find yourself in the same place and wanting to try something out. But I don't know. I think like wait until you're back back home because you guys are both from the same hometown and maybe like go on a date or two with him. Like when you guys are both home and see if it's something that like would be worth fighting for. 
Because right now, if you're just friends, maybe it's just like the comfort of talking to someone. And like a lot of times I find that like chemistry could be there over text perhaps or like over the phone. But then when you're actually in person with that person, you're like, I'm actually all set. (laughs) I'm like, I'm good on the chemistry with you. I don't have any at all. So I would just like maybe like see if you could like go on a couple dates and see if like something actually worth fighting for is there and then reapproach the situation. And I don't know. I don't want to say absolutely not. It could never work. And I don't want to say like, fuck it. Yeah, it sounds awesome because you might not even know what it could be like because you don't actually know what it's like to date this person like in this stage of life. You only know like the friendship that you have over the phone. And so you'll have to see what the vibes are in person, but it's definitely possible. So maybe that would be my advice is just to like, next time you're both home, actually go for it and like actually see if dating could be possible. Like if, if it's worth it. All right. I could do this. I just love hearing your voicemails. So thank you. Keep leaving them. We'll do more of these. Obviously, I hope this was somewhat helpful for all of you. Thank you for loving circle time as much as I do. Every time someone says that when they call in, it actually makes me so happy. So I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate each and every one of you sweet, sweet circlers. And to close out the episode, we will do a journal question. Let me grab my book. This book is just so wonderful. Marsh, you want to give us another date? Yeah. May. Okay. 17th. May 17th. What do you collect? Don't really collect anything anymore. I used to collect, I used to have a sticker collection, actually, and a business card collection. That was a big one. I would, anytime I would see a business card, I would. I actually had so many that was that was huge. And I actually got in huge like in big trouble one time. I went to a hair salon with my dad and at like each of the hair salon stations, they had business cards. And, you know, I loved collecting these business cards. And so when I saw that, like people had their business cards out, I went around and I took one of everybody's business card and one of the manicurists at this like hair salon that my dad was getting his hair cut at like freaked out at me and was like, I pay money for those and you're not going to use it. And like, give it back to me. She was like freaking out at me. And my dad was like, she's a kid. Like I I was probably like six. And he, I just remember my dad being like, this is a child. She collects these. It makes her happy. Like you're really going to scream at her for this. Like it doesn't look like anybody's coming to your nail salon anyway. He was like, just like, he was like pissed. She was pissed. My dad stuck up for me, which was very kind. And he was right because it was fucking crazy. And she should have just let me have the card. And I think I was, I think I just like gave it back to her, but that was crazy. I don't really collect anything now. Cody and I tried to collect shot glasses when we ever, we went somewhere. Like we try to get the most, like the most like classic shot glass from a place like just the most like touristy shot glass you could possibly get from like everywhere that we visited and we have actually a good amount of like funny weird shot glasses so maybe that but that's all I can really think of right now so yeah (sighs) okay well circlers the time has come unfortunately and I have to say goodbye But I love you all so much and I really, really appreciate you listening and calling in and just being the absolute best squad ever. 
my sweet circlers. I love you. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.